up, all my daddios out there? Welcome to Dads Like Us. We are back, episode two, going live and direct. Gonna have it uploaded for y'all tomorrow. Um, just want to say, take a, a quick shout out and say thank you to all the support that we've been getting and all of the shares and likes and comments. Um, it's been really uplifting and really, really good to see. Um, but if you are new to this program and you would like to like and subscribe to um, our Instagram and our TikTok and also hit the thumbs thumbs up button and the notifications on all of your streaming platforms, it'd be greatly appreciated. Um, we're really excited to bring you episode two. I'm in the studio with our favorite dad, Mr. Stephen Bauer again. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. Really excited. Love Stephen. Stephen got a great outpour of love and, and admiration because he was so good on the first pod. We just had to have him back on again. Yeah, let's go. So episode two, um, we kind of, we've gotten some fun criticism or no, not criticism, but feedback yeah. um, with, you know, I kind of want to touch on stories like, you know, hard hitting stories, if you want to say that, or, <laughs> or, you know, maybe um, just bring things to awareness and to attention. Um, but we uh, had some criticism, not criticism, like I said, but f- constructive feedback uh, mainly from uh, my mom. Shout out Big <laughs> Sexy out there. If you're listening, you will. I'm sure you will. But um, yeah, we, we, we want to touch on some things like, you know, you know, serious moments, but we also want to lighten the mood and, and bring you that humor as well. So, you know, we're keeping our f- getting our footing in this game and, and finding our niche and finding our lane. And we are, you know, working in progress. But like I said, thanks for the support in all of the uh, outreach. Like I said, subscribe to all your platforms, get the notifications when we upload a new episode. So episode two coming live. And welcome back, Stephen. How are you, Mr. Stephen? I'm good, man. I'm glad people liked it. Yeah, no, me, me too. We got some, we had some good uh, feedback, especially from friends and family that that tuned in. Um, but I do want to reach more people with maybe Instagram and in in getting some video uh, along with the audio. I think that'd go a long way to For reach sure. um, a lot of people out there. So that being said, another week in the books of dad life, of uh, waking up, Groundhog's Day, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. So um, last week was was a whirlwind, especially, you know, getting the podcast up and running and, and monitoring everything and tinkering with things. Um, but we had a nice little weekend, right? Football season started. We're big, big, big-time sports guys, oh, especially yeah. football. Football's the best. And Mr. Steven, our friendly neighbor, um, <laughs> oh, slash... Wow. Brother-in-law slash hospitality uh, guru. I knew this was good. He loves to make the spread. He loves to make a big spread for everybody. And he's by far one of the best cooks I've had the privilege of eating this food many a times. And no culinary background, right? No, no, or well, let's just say no no, schooling. No schooling, right? I worked in kitchens and stuff. You worked in kitchens, right? You've seen the the ebbs and flows of the kitchen life. Yeah, anarchy, dude. Picked up a lot of things on the way, especially flavor. Yeah, that's where I learned most of my Spanish, bro. Same, same, (laughs) yeah. yeah, Kitchen Spanish, I like Mm -hmm. to call it. So, yeah, I I 
didn't learn a lick. I knew Ola and and how or uh, whatever whatever the basics were. <laughs> Ola, no, right <laughs> in school, but uh, caught mo- caught uh, most of my lingo from uh, the kitchen for sure. But uh, Stephen threw down some chicken and waffles. It's not like your standard middle of the run chicken and waffles. This dude takes his time. He puts his love into it. He puts yeah. just the extra flair that only he knows how to do. And you made like a sriracha syrup, right? What was like like a spicy syrup? Yeah, I tried it different. I tried it different this time. Usually, I'll just like try to put like red pepper flakes. And like Tabasco or something, but I tried to actually like keep it natural, and I cut up like those uh, Thai bird chilies, and I tried to like cook it in the syrup. So, but it didn't really get as spicy. Like you could taste that it had chili in it, but it wasn't as spicy, you know. Yeah, you don't want to burn people's lips off, right? right? But well, you, yeah. could, you could definitely <laughs> taste the their spice in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So chicken and waffle, like. Well, your wife, gluten intolerant. So this guy's an ex. He's he's more of a. He's not a specialty chef. He's a well-rounded chef. I would like to say because he's got limitations that he has to adhere to at home, and he's got to cook on the more safe side, so to speak. Yeah, let's get deep again, Terry. Uh, so my wife was... Fast, no, forward, I'm, this, I'm fast forward this part. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Now, yeah, she's gluten intolerant, so we have, I have to like... What I try to do, it's kind of fun, though, in a way, because you have to find things, because gluten-free is hard to cook, especially like anything Italian, you know? But finding a way to make... Un, uh, like well, gluten things, gluten free, and still taste good. Like my favorite thing is to like serve something, and then tell them after they ate it that it was gluten free. Right. And they're like, half of the time they don't even know what gluten free mm-hmm. means. But especially when you had your you uh, went did you did a cooking class right in, in San Francisco or something for, or like a pizza class or some. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So with a sourdough starter. Yeah. So they gave you like a. 50 year old aged yeah it was starter old. right oh so sad when that thing died <laughs> it's like keeping a pet alive oh, yeah. it's like keeping a goldfish alive <laughs> yeah. very temperamental really but you had made um you had made a sourdough gluten-free type of dough right yeah i bought I actually bought that one though okay it was a gluten-free sourdough starter and yeah the consistency was like like not good it looked like play-doh mm-hmm. But yeah, well, I remember when I, I wanted you to try it, because I've been trying to perfect like a gluten-free pizza dough. It's really hard. And I, Rhett's always my guinea pig, because <laughs> he's like the culinary king. So I, I, I go, hey, try this try this uh, pizza. I just did a sourdough starter. And he, <laughs> you're like, is this gluten-free? And I'm like, okay, it's probably pretty yeah. good then. Usually like, that's a good sign when yeah, you, you have to ask. Yeah, usually the gluten-free, like the, the, the crust and the dough is very cardboardy and, yeah. and crunchy, you know. This one had very, very good texture, and you could taste that yeastiness from the yeah, sourdough. Yeah, that's the best. It was really good. But we haven't why, – why, why haven't we, we figured that one out yet? I, just, I don't make pizza that well, often. Well, you'd have to keep that starter alive, yeah, right? Yeah, and, and I was feeding that thing, like, you can keep it dormant for, like – th- they say you could keep it dormant for, like, a month, mm-hmm. but – 
when I did that with my the sourdough from San Francisco that you're talking about, um, it died in like two and a half weeks. Yeah. So I started doing it with this gluten-free one every two weeks. But I make like pizzas probably three times a year. Yeah, not worth it. Yeah, so I was just like throwing away like a bunch of flour and water. Well, water, but but it just kind of became like a a new a new, new yeah, like a chore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. I'm like, if I if I baked bread and like mm-hmm. did that kind of stuff, which that'd be kind of cool making gluten yeah, free sourdough For bread. Sure. Sure. I'm I'm that's one thing I'm not good at is baking. No, same. You precise, have to be precise. Oh, yeah. That takes all the creativity out of it, and mm-hmm. it's not fun for yeah, me anymore. Yeah, baking scares me. Baking scared me before I went to, um, or before I started um, working, teaching culinary arts in high school. Uh, baking always scared me because I I remember my experience in culinary art or culinary school, yeah. and I was garbage at baking. And I'm I'm, I'm like too much of a like you, like kind of like you, kind of like throwing stuff, throwing stuff at a wall, you yeah, know, and, yeah, and, and making sure. the flavors and balancing them out. But like baking, you have to be, you know, precise with your measurements and mixing techniques, and there's a whole thing that goes sifting into it. and yeah. all that. I'm cool off that. Yeah, but being teaching culinary, I stepped out of my comfort zone for a little bit, and I really enjoyed it. Like kneading the dough, it's like a like a therapeutic kind of experience, like you're yeah. just taking all your anger out. That, on that Detroit one that you sent us a video or a picture of on the group chat, mm-hmm. dude, that looked bomb. That was one of my favorite pizzas I've made. Yeah, that looks super good. Yeah, it was. It turned out really good. Very, very hearty. Yeah, so it almost looked like like Chicago <laughs> style. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. But that caramelized edges—that's my favorite. Oh, That's my dude. favorite. You know who has a? This is gonna be controversial, but. Uh, Little Caesars. Oh, I tried Their it. Detroit style pizza, dude. It's bomb, dude. Dude, that is it's, freaking it's good. good, dude. But you got to eat it like well, you got to get it fresh, and it's yeah. a crapshoot when you go in there and you order it because that's the only pizza I'll eat from there. If I'm because cra- I'll crave that every so often. I'm yeah. like, that's the only place I can get it. You know, there's nothing around here that we can get Detroit style pizza from. Yeah. So I'll go in there, and I'm, it's a crapshoot. Sometimes they'll be sitting in there for a, for an hour or so. And they're all dried out, but it's still good. Yeah. The caramelized edges with the cheese, that's just... That's yeah. the thing, that caramelized cheese, that's the best. dude. Yeah. So, yeah, Stephen made a beautiful spread. We watched the Niners-Steeler game. That's where I thought you were going at the beginning when I said No, that. I no. Well, I, <laughs> eventually I'd come back around and get there, yeah. So Steelers are, are Stephen's favorite team. Mine's the 49ers, big-time big time football guys. Um it went the way I wanted it to. I hate stressing them out. I hate those stressful games. Um, Definitely wasn't stressful that day. I know. I wish I, I kind of felt bad with Steven. He hosted the whole thing, and his team just shit the bed like that. It was <laughs> kind of demoralizing to him, but we had a great day. We stayed all day. Kids played together yeah. all day, which was, I mean, dude, we should, might have to do that every every Sunday. I'm down. I love cooking breakfast. Well, we should trade. We, I mean, trade off. Each week, maybe. Yeah, I'm yeah. down for that. So, yeah, the kids played just perfectly together. We were able to enjoy our games and, and wrangle kids when needed to be. But, yeah, our oldest, Kiki and uh, Cash, they played they played well. There's a hiccups. You know, there's always hiccups. Yeah, it's always going to be like that. You know, always when you don't hear the 
commotion is when you got to be worried. <laughs> yeah. When you hear silence and then screaming, never a good thing. <laughs> yeah, never. We heard that a lot. We heard that a lot. Um, but my favorite, well, it wasn't my favorite part, but it was, it's a funny story. Um, so my youngest, Bodie, he's about a, 16 months, and he's kind of coming into his own personality. He's a little firecracker, kind of like your middle child. Oh, yeah. And um, we're like, okay, you know, all the kids are playing inside, playing really well. And Bodie is my youngest, so he's kind of keeping pace with them, trying to keep pace as much as he could. <laughs> so they all go into uh, Kiki's bedroom, and they're all quiet. So we checked them, you know, we popped in here and there, making sure that they're safe. And all of a sudden, your middle child, Malia, or was it Kiki? It was one of the, I think it was Malia. She come running in. Uncle, uncle, Bodie, Bodie, toilet, toilet. Oh, no. oh God. Oh, <laughs> shit. Here we go. And he's had some run-ins with toilets. He likes the toilet brush and the, the plunger and all that stuff. So I figured it was just a plunger accident or him splashing around in there. I get in there, and his whole bottom is wet, soaking wet. <laughs> Soaking wet, like he was like, I'm gonna be a big boy today, and I'm gonna sit on this throne. But obviously, he's a little kid. He fell right, right in there, in his diaper, all soaking wet. And then I pull him out, and I look in the toilet bowl, and of course, there's pee in there. <laughs> there's pee in there. So that is your kid's bathroom, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So Kiki, she's a non-flusher sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You would say. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope it would be her, right? Yeah, she's used to us flushing it, probably. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we had a wardrobe change, and but everything was smooth. Everything was great. We had a great time, and thank you again for hosting us. It was awesome. Yeah, man. Better, hey, better to just be sitting in it than Allie caught Malia one time. She told me I got home from work, and uh, she had like one of those play ladles, mm. you know, the play cooking utensils, yeah. or whatever. And she was drinking toilet water, dude. <laughs> drinking. You're thirsty. Drinking it, dude. That's so gross. Forever bro. unclean, bro. Jesus Christ. This kid is a menace. Oh, a man. A menace, bro. So unclean. A menace. We were, well, earlier today, I was over at Steven's house bouncing different ideas, business ideas off of him. We we're in the middle of uh, some big things here, yeah. so to speak. We're not going to dive into Coming it. Coming soon, but, dude. Yeah. Um, but in the midst of, you know, working and, and, and coming up with, uh, different ideas, it's chaos, right? Kids, yeah. kids are just screaming and running around. So it's, it's a chaotic working environment we're in. So, um, I don't even know where I was going with this. How, what, how chaotic they were? Yeah, I can't remember where I was going. That brain fart, dude. <laughs> dude, my favorite part is when uh, Rhett's wife, Michelle, she's trying to give us this an, give us an idea for, for this particular thing that we'll disclose later, mm -hmm. at a later time. Uh, she's trying to channel, because she's very spiritual. She has her own, go check her out, spiritual mama. Yep. But she's like... Trying to channel this yes. this idea for us, and Bodie's <laughs> climbing on our entertainment center. He's almost falling off. Cash and Kinsey are screaming at Malia. She's poking them with knives. It's just and she's Michelle's still trying to like get this like link to spirituality. She's trying to get to that realm and yeah. with chaos. And hey, to her credit, with that logo she came up with. Oh, it, 
it was like spot on. It was spot on from what she was channeling. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was crazy. So yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that story, but it was it was it was it was just a funny atmosphere. Oh, we were talking about how just like these kids are just we're during this chaos, we were like, you know, kids, come on, quiet down. And we're just looking at these kids just walking around. They're all zombied out. They're just oh, all dirty, dirty and yeah. just, uh, you know, just like little drunk homeless people they look like. Yeah. They're like they're like little, like, pygmies from, like, the jungle, dude. <laughs> That's perfect yeah. analogy. Always in their – dude, we live out in the country, and we are – basically our driveway is, like, gravel, right? Yeah. And these kids, especially my oldest – Put shoes on him every morning. He goes out and plays. Loses his shoes every day. Not just his shoes. This fool's naked at my house. And naked, yeah. This dude is a nudist. (laughs) Nudist. He would be happy going into public nude. He wouldn't care. He has no shame. He has no shame. So we're, one day we're at, we're, I think we were at the, um, we were at, oh, we were at the, the water slides at the Great Wolf Lodge. And he gets wet, and he doesn't like being cold after he's wet because he's got his little, you know, wet suit on and everything. And that gets cold, you know, yeah. having wet clothes, it feels weird. This dude's peeling off layers. He's got his pants down. I said, hey, yo, dude, we're in public, bro. Can't <laughs> <laughs> be showing our ding-dong over to every Tom, Dick, and Harry over there, dude. dude. Oh, it's Koiza, yeah. But, um, yeah, but, yeah, these kids are, 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 they're wild. They keep us on our toes. They keep us insane in the membrane but you um you well we had this this podcast planned for around eight o'clock right eight o'clock yeah. in the evening when we put the kids down everything's calm and, and and we get our little time here um i've had this problem for a few years already and <laughs> steven can contest uh, yeah that it, it's a trying time. I've Put, seen the contraptions you guys made. Putting kids to bed. <laughs> that is, I don't know about any other dads out there or anybody having this problem, but putting kids to bed, especially young kids, is, is, a, is a nightmare. Would oh. you say? Oh, it's, it was, it's, like, it's like when you, if you're doing a project, say you're laying brick, right? And you're laying this like, like a walkway for brick, and it, as a metaphor, like you're when in the morning, you know, you're starting to lay the first bricks. That's like breakfast time for the kids, you know. Mm-hmm. And then once you get towards the end, and you see like the light at the end of, end of the tunnel, so mm-hmm. to speak, and you're like, oh, I only have like five more bricks to go, and this thing's done. And we can walk <laughs> on it, dude. It's it'll be perfect. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's how I feel every time I put the kids down because they will fight you tooth and mm-hmm. nail. I mean, they come up with the most outlandish stuff. Anything to keep the party going. And it's like, you see the light at the end of the tunnel. I have five more bricks, dude. Mm-hmm. Just go to bed so I can just like breathe get for that a minute. hour, 30 yeah. minutes or whatever and then, it is. And then as soon as the kids are down, you're like, you get this like little, because you're all tired, you mm-hmm. know, from the day. And as soon as they're down, you're like, get this little spark of energy and like, oh, well, you want to watch something? You want to do something? <laughs> See, me and Michelle are so, like, we plan out like, oh, you know, maybe we should go out to the fire pit tonight and, and you know, have a cocktail or, or whatever, <laughs> you know, like, oh, maybe we should watch a movie. And by the time we, because 
you're at your your threshold, right? You like you said, you see the last bricks being laid, and you can see that light at the end of the tunnel, and it's like more frustrating because oh yeah for like, sure like if you're building your your road maybe a brick broke or or you know you have to go back and do something or, or fix backhoe something. came and just took out half of your freaking things <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah man like young kids especially i mean my my oldest he started escaping the crib so that was that was Telltale sign. So we rigged up his crib like a jail cell, basically. Dude, that thing looked like an escape room. Dude. So in his front of his crib was lower than his back. So we turned it all the way around so the lower part was at the wall and the higher part was, you know, in front of you. Thinking, ah, he can't climb that high. As soon as we did it, first time, he's out. <laughs> and after like four or five times of grabbing him, putting him back in the crib, it's a big becomes a game to him right so that's what started it and then um we're like you know he's getting out of the crib so let's just move him to a big boy bed so we moved him to a big boy bed like around three and a half years old um still a pain in the butt to paint put down he wants you in there he likes scary stuff this kid loves scary movies scary stories and anything scary but I think it scares him. He doesn't. He doesn't say it scares him, but he's really interested in it. But it, I think it scares him. So we need to be in there with him till he's fully asleep, so he can finally fall asleep. If we lay in, I tell, I'll tell him a story, lay in there with him, and then if I get up, where are you going? I need a water. I need. Uh, yes. I need this. I need that. And. It just, you know, you just kind of just lay there with your thoughts. Sometimes he'll he'll be fidgety or whatever, but as soon as he leaves, you kind of tiptoe out like you're entrapment, right? <laughs> so Stephen today had uh, your oldest is starting to get out of the bed, right? Oh, yeah, it's a new development, dude. It's like, well, I think like a month now. But she, the first time she did it, it like shocked me because she stays in her, she stays in her bed. It's like a gift and a curse. She'll stay in her bed, but she'll call for us. Mm -hmm. She won't get out of bed, but she'll almost wake up every other kid in the house. <laughs> it's, I, I was, before she was getting out of bed, I kind of was like, man, I, hope, I wish she'd just get out of bed. Yeah. So she doesn't wake everyone else right. up. But it was a few weeks ago, she, me and Allie sit down on the couch, you know, do the, the whole woo-saw thing. Like, oh, we finally got them all down. And, I, and then Allie goes and checks on Kendrick, and I just see this, like, flash <laughs> go. Like, it was like she didn't know we were in the living room, so she started to come out and then saw me before I saw her and shot back to her room. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I go, what the heck was it's that? It's creepy. Oh, yeah. And I go in there and do Oscar-winning performance. <laughs> she was in bed, hair over her face. She looked like she'd been asleep for yeah. three hours. I go, Kenzie. Did you just get out of bed? No. Oh, I hurt my knee. I'm like, well, how'd you hurt your knee? She's like, oh, I hit it on the bed. I go, well, if you were in bed, how did you hit your knee? She's like, well, when I was running, it, it hit my knee. She basically <laughs> yeah, she on told herself. on herself. <laughs> but yeah, tonight she, we get all the kids down. Red's like, hey, come to the pod. I'm like, all right, I'll be there right now. 
like 20 minutes later, I'm like, hey, my bad. Kenzie got out of bed again. <laughs> Dude, it was funny. Ali showed me this uh, this uh, short on, like, I don't know, Instagram or YouTube or something, and it perfectly describes kids before bed. It's um, his guys, and I don't know if it's like, what do they call that when, when you're um, up in trees and you have, like, harnesses on and stuff? Um... Like like loggers or like like zip not zip lining but like something like zip like a zip line I okay. guess. So this guy's sitting in a chair. He has like these bungee cords on either side of him, and these two guys are getting ready to just like drop them. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like bungee cording, but it was okay. like super tall trees or something. Yeah, I don't they know. usually do zip lining trees. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but every time they're getting ready to tip him back, he's like, let, let me tell you something, let me tell you something. <laughs> and then they, like, sit him forward, and, and then they're like, are, are you ready? Yeah, yeah. And so they go back, let me let me tell you something, let me tell you something. That's like, exactly. <laughs> you're right, man. Dude. And it, the caption was like, uh, your kids, every time you're getting, getting ready to no, shut the light so off, let me tell you something. <laughs> it's funny because, like, if you pick them up from school, you'll be like, hey, how was school? What'd you do? What'd you learn? Nothing. Crickets, right? Oh, yeah. And bed, and you're like, okay, I'm going to, we're going to leave. I'm going to leave right now. Oh, uh, um, at school today, blah, blah, blah. You know, he just rattles <laughs> off everything that he did in school. I'm like, I'm not even bothering wasting my time when I pick you up, asking how your day was. I'm just going to wait till you tell me when you're trying to yeah. prolong uh, sleep time, you know? No, it's, it's, a, it's trial and error, man. What I've been noticing, though, if I give Kinsey an itinerary of the next day, she's more likely to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So, like, she never wants to go to sleep. Yeah, I what try, kid I try that too. And then, like, I'll be like, hey, you know, we're going to go to Gigi and Papa's mm-hmm. house, and we're going to go swim, and, and we're going to eat good food, and, you know, we're going to do this and do that. So we got to get good rest. Yeah. She's like, okay, uh, tomorrow morning I'm going to – I'm going to remind you that we're going to go to Papa and Gigi's and swim. I want to go swim. Okay. Got to get rest. Yeah, we can't do it if you don't get any rest. Yeah. And you know that's dog shit wrong. You're still going to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll go out of bed 14 times. Yeah, because we're trying to just treat them like a working dog, just like get all their energy out. <laughs> My kids are like golden retrievers. Yeah, we got to give them a task, bro. They're like bomb sniffing dogs. <laughs> Uh, Malia's like a, a what was a little rat terriers? Do they like <laughs> like little rats? Yes, exactly. <laughs> She's so funny, dude. She uh, cracks me up. I love her personality, but yeah. she 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 she. I'm like, I feel like a toothpaste bottle that like when you're getting the last drop out, dude, like every day. <laughs> uh, like a Capri Sun, dude, just oh, man. getting the last squirt out, yeah. Dude. But yeah, like like your analogy with the the zip liner, I've seen like people like doing uh, skydiving for the first time, how they're like holding on to the side yeah. of the plane. Wait, like, wait, wait! No, wait. no, 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 no! I got something else to tell you. <laughs> yeah. That backfire, like when you when you give them like an itinerary of what the next day is gonna look like, that backfires on me. I'm like, hey, yeah, same thing. We're gonna go swimming. We're gonna do this X, Y, and Z. And he's like, oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> Like Christmas. And yeah, he's just wound up. And he starts jumping in the bed. And I'm like, dude, what is, where is this energy coming from? Uh-huh. Like, I am physically unable to basically maneuver right now. And you're jumping on the bed. And Couldn't you, don't you wish 
that you could just bottle just a percentage. Like, dude, I feel like if I if I could just like somehow shoot up five percent of these kids' energy, I'd probably be a multi-billionaire. Oh yeah, it's like taking Adderall. Oh, crazy! (laughs) These kids are on Adderall. Yeah, they just produce it. (laughs) Just it's natural Adderall. They're like living like the toad, bro, but for Adderall. Oh man, yeah. Bedtime is is to be honest, it's what almost nine o'clock, and I guarantee Cash is still up. Really? Yeah, because I don't know. Michelle's she doesn't have the touch like I do. I got the touch, dude. Got I the got the touch. patience for it. Yeah, it's hit or miss for me. Like some days, I'm super attentive, and I'll 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 you know dot my eyes, you know whatever. But, like, sometimes I'm just, like... Oh, yeah, I get there. Yeah, sometimes yeah, just I'm just, natural. like, oh, I'm not... I'm just not feeling it, dude. Yeah. It's, like, it's, go to bed, please. It's natural. You start clapping back at yeah, them. Like, like, this is not going to happen tonight. Like, hey, it's time to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and I was telling you earlier, like, we did um, that incentive for cash. Like, we did... So, I had an idea of, of doing a... I kind of equate it to, like, a factory worker... You know, you have so many days without any accidents. And I told Cash, I said, if you, I'm going to make, I made him a little, little poster board, you know, and uh, it said, you have blank days of sleeping by yourself. And I told him, if you go through seven days with staying in your bed, me leave, I'll tell you a story. I'll sit in here for 10 minutes and then I'm going to go to bed. And he did well for the first three nights, and then he, I keep on telling him, okay, you got four more days. You got three more days. And right around the middle, third, you know, fourth, fifth day, he started kind of rebelling against it. I don't care. I don't, want, I don't want the toy anyway, or I don't want the prize anyway. I said, you know, if you stay in bed for seven days, I'll get, we'll get you a prize. You get a prize. I don't want the prize anymore. Are you sure? Because if you get out of bed, it's reverting back to zero, and you have to start from day one. <laughs> So he ended up, he had one hiccup, but I wasn't going to penalize him on that. So we went and got, um, he got to pick a toy from Target. And this dude was meticulous with this toy. We walked every aisle five or six times. Every aisle five or six times looking for the... Was that when we saw you? That was when I seen you. Oh, we got I got another (laughs) great story for this. So every aisle five or six times, he picked up every, like, almost all the toys that like he really liked and he's like mm, I don't know if that's it and circle back finally he he set out when we first set out he wanted a garbage truck so we ended up getting a, a pretty cool garbage truck thing goes up and down dumps gar- has even has garbage with it I'm like uh, I don't think you you guys went a little overboard with the garbage like I have plenty of garbage to fill up this <laughs> bin dude I don't need any extra little small choking hazards for my one year old to be chewing on you know uh. and dog you know dogs to be chewing on so he liked it he loved it but um, when we were leaving Target we were checking out and got to get the PSLs at Starbucks there so we're in line I get cash a cake pop and I'm waiting for my coffee and all of a sudden, I see a little girl run out of the building, going towards the parking lot into oncoming traffic, and I see a parent, a dad, running after him. I look, I kind of glanced at it, and I kind of went back down, and right in front of me was staring at me was Kiki. 
his four-year-old. I go, hey, Kiki. And I looked, double backed at, at the parent, and that was my brother-in-law, Mr. <laughs> Stephen Bauer, right here, chasing his two-year-old out of the store, trying to save her from oncoming traffic. Uh, I'm like, yep, that's perfect. That's exactly what I expected, a target outing with the whole family. The whole family, right? Yeah, whole family. Yeah. Oh, and then, and then sure, Kiki, I, I bet you it was probably a good experience until you ran into me, right? Well, yeah, no, no meltdowns, no meltdowns, no meltdowns. <laughs> they were, they were like, so as soon as we park, we park right next to the cart, like the roundup cart, yeah, corral, and uh, there's the one that has like the two seater, you know. Mm-hmm. And Kenzie's like, oh, I wanna, I want the two seater one. I said, all right, perfect. Lock them both in. They drive up. We get inside Target. We didn't even get past the little seasonal area, I right? Hate, right I hate in the front. how they stage like those right in the beginning. Yeah, right in the beginning. We were like walking. Kenzie goes, I want to get out. I want to walk. I'm like, we haven't even gotten the store, dude. <laughs> and then, of course, she gets out. Guess who wants to get out? Malia. Yeah. They Malia. just book it, dude, to like the men's socks area. They don't even know where they're running. <laughs> So I'm like chasing them down. Kenzie has Kendrick. She's or uh, Allie has Kendrick. She's walking around. They're running just rampant through mm-hmm. the store. And Kenzie, like, you know the little I don't I don't know what you call them like the little hangers that like they, I don't know they they like the little metal things that stick rods that stick out and you they put hang your hanger stuff on yeah. yeah. So Kenzie's <laughs> running through and just gets clotheslined by this. By this like hanger thing, and luckily it was her arm and not her like neck or something. Uh-huh. But she has this like gash My all the way God. down her inner forearm, and it's it wasn't bleeding, but it was like this raised like nice, big old scratch, uh-huh. you know. And then she's like, ah, she's all screaming, <laughs> but it wasn't like a big meltdown. Uh-huh. So we get we have to go get go to the baby section, get melties and applesauce just to keep them in the cart. <laughs> Finally, get all our stuff that we want to do. You gotta buy shit to oh, keep them entertained, yeah. and during. they smoke it before we. Oh can yeah, even, they crush them. Oh, dude. it's gone. Yeah, like now we have to go back and get more for <laughs> like tomorrow. For the house. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, we get we we come up, and Allie's paying for or, or like scanning the items or whatever, and then they get out again, and Malia just books it, mm-hmm. and then I just. I run past the Starbucks right there, and, and I just hear, hey, or, or some, I don't even remember what you said, but I knew your voice, and I was like, what the heck, and then I grabbed, yeah, Malia went, she was going straight for the you parking lot. You didn't see lot. me about that time? I didn't see you until I turned around, <laughs> and then, because Kinsey was kind of playing, um, like, rodeo clown, she kept, like, trying to, that was like a game, I said, you got to catch Malia for me, because mm. Kinsey will stop. Mm-hmm. Malia, dude, she will not stop. Yeah. She won't listen to a word you say. <laughs> Kenzie, you can, she's like at that age where you can kind of like. Not Inflect like your voice a little bit. Yeah, like not like threaten her like in like a bad way, but you're like, hey. Yeah. You, you count get, to five. You get you that know? serious voice gone. And they kind of stop. Ah. <laughs> Malia, she just looks at you like, yeah, whatever, yeah, this dude. Tripping. I Come change the, I my diaper other. in five minutes, fool. <laughs> I got a steamer. Yeah. And she, her, whew, she came over the other day and it was like, I was like, damn, dude, I, I think I need to take a shower. And I'm like, dude, it smells like, I had to like 
check like my drains and stuff. I'm like, it smells like raw <laughs> sewage in here. Like, what the, f- what, the, what is that? Yeah. And then your your, your wife is like, oh, oh, I think Malia, she does. Oh, I gotta change her diaper. I'm like, God damn, bro. Oh, it's bad. Woo-hoo. It's like straight. She's at that t- age where it's like hu- like real human. Oh, duty. it's adult poop. Yeah. And like, like we've been, and we had to give her like bigger pull ups because mm-hmm. she's starting to go on the potty and stuff. We're we're trying to get her. But now, we, so we, it backfired on us. With Kinsey, it worked. With Malia, so we, what we would do with Kinsey when we are potty training her, Allie made this chart. And, like, you get, like, a jelly bean, just one, mm-hmm. if you pee. But then if you poop, because poop is always the hardest thing for kids uh-huh. to, to do on the potty. It's, like, scares them, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, but she would get, Allie bought, like, I don't know, like a pack of, like, Dollar Tree toys or whatever. Uh-huh. And um, so... <laughs> Malia's been wanting to do it, so and she's done. She's pooped on the potty like twice. She's peed a few times, but now that she knows she'll get a jelly bean, she'll just go on like she wants to go potty all the time, like a like a faux potty. Yeah, yeah. just to get a jelly just bean. Just to sit on there, and, and then when we don't give her one, it's like, <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, bro? it's like it's like Armageddon, dude. Like jelly bean, you know? Like, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my god. But yeah, we had to buy these pull ups. So you can kind of reuse them when they're learning how to pee mm-hmm. or whatever. And the other day she pooped in it and it was like coming out, bro. It was like if me or you. Like coming out like on her small of her back? No, like the sides, bro. <laughs> like the bottom sides. It was literally like honestly when I pulled that thing off, it'd be like if I changed your diaper. <laughs> it was massive, bro. <laughs> Oh, it was so. Dis- I was like gagging. I haven't gagged. Mm. I have three kids, dude. Yeah. I haven't gagged in a while from uh-huh. poop. But that's how you know that. Okay, any, any dad out there? That's how you know when your kid is ready to potty train when their poop smells worse than yours. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, I. This is probably gross, but like, you ever have like a like a big duty, and then you like you're like, God damn, that kind of smells like a little extra, right? And then like, you get up and like. Like turd is kind of coming half out the bowl. Like it doesn't have that water to kind of depress that smell. That's what that smells like, yeah. man. Michelle, Michelle, the other day, she our youngest, she's like, oh, let me, you know, let me check if you have a kind of because like little kids, like one year old, two year olds, like you can kind of smell it a little bit, but it's not too, not that intense, you know. And she peeked in his diaper. <laughs> And it got her finger. It got all over oh, her hand. Oh, that's the worst. And you know, like, when you, like, smear, like, duty, you yeah. know, like, it amplifies it a little bit? Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, I ain't. It's like uh, a car freshener, dude. Get that dude. hand out of my way, dude. Oh. Yeah, but potty training, yeah, I mean, cash was pretty easy. Um, How did he, he do with the poop, though? Did he, he wasn't bad. Out? He wasn't, he... He kind of rebelled. He didn't freak out about it. He's kind of like, you know, no, I don't want to do it. No, I don't. But he sat on there, but he would kind of like, oh, I'm done. I, I went. And obviously you check and it's nothing. There's nothing in there, you know. But uh, he never really freaked out or panicked about it. He kind of, just like he does in everything, he's like kind of at his own pace with it. You know, yeah. he kind of, if he wants to do it, then he's going to do it. If he doesn't, you're shit out of luck. Yeah. So, no, he wasn't too bad. But um, yeah. I mean, like I haven't, I haven't had that much of a bad experience with with potty training, but when we <laughs> we got home, you know, Cash is playing with his toy and everything, and then he uh, 
he was all excited and he was all ramped up. So we roughhouse, you know, we, if we're on the bed or whatever, we roughhouse. So he likes to build forts and stuff with pillows and stuff. So he's building a fort on the, on the ground and he's jumping off the bed into the pillows, kind of like a little landing spot for him. So we're out there, I'm throwing pillows at him and, you know, where he's running at me and I'm bouncing him off with a pillow and he runs at me and I have the pillow and I hit him, but he was at a wonky angle or something. Dude falls off the bed. Oh, head first into his little, I was hoping that it was in his pillows, missed the pillows. And before that, he's like, dad, this is the best day ever. And then like two or three more times, he's off the bed. Oh, no. <laughs> Luckily he didn't get hurt. Luckily, but I was freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to ruin the rest of the day. But he was, but that's the thing, like with boys, like you're going to get there. You probably get there with your, with, with Malia too. Like oh. rough housing, right? Oh, she does that now. Yeah. That's the, that's the funnest. Yeah. Malia is like my boy, dude. Yeah. Like she likes when I'm like rough with her. Oh, she yeah. like laughs and stuff. Uh-huh. And she's tough, bro. Like sometimes she'll like, she'll do, she'll, it'll look like super painful. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when she chipped her tooth. She like looked at me, and she looked like she was about to cry. And she kind of did cry a little bit, and I'm like, "Oh, you're all right." Like it's a, and she's like, <laughs> and just like took off. <laughs> Kinsey's like Kinsey's like a girly girl. Uh huh. Yeah. But I like with the rough housing, like, like I was talking to Michelle, like getting like Kinsey and Cash are like in that age where they're gonna start doing like extracurricular activities and stuff. Right. Yeah. And like I'm trying to think because Cash doesn't really. You know, he he doesn't show any interest in, like, any sports or anything. He's a big tractor guy. You know, we're on the farm and everything, so he loves tractors. And every time I kind of push the sports on him, it's he doesn't really take to it. But if he sees, like, Bodie, because Bodie's, like, a big sports guy, I can tell already. Loves playing with footballs and baseballs and all that stuff. So if he's doing it, then he'll he gets into it. But where we live, like, we don't have that big of a community of friends that, you know, have kids that, are their age, so they basically primarily hang out with each other, right? right. And their cousins are, are kind of older than them. There's a lot of girls in our family. But, like, trying to get cash into sports, uh, I was thinking of, like, things that he would be interested in. And he, for some reason, he always, like, takes an interest. Like, if I'm watching UFC, he always takes an interest in it. And, then like, we practice roughhousing and wrestling and stuff like that. And he's really good at it. I taught him how to arm bar and everything, so... I'm looking into getting him into like jujitsu or something like wrestling or something like that. Gray's gonna snap Kinsey's arm one day. <laughs> Check out this new move I learned in class. <laughs> Click. I have to teach her how to tap out. <laughs> yeah. But like I'm trying to figure out because well, then we talked about we talked. You asked him the question when you picked him up from school the other day. Like, oh yeah, what he what sport did he like? And he said basketball, and he always kind of took to basketball. So the other day I bought him some, I went sh- uh, shoe shopping with him. Hey, and those are clean. Aren't they sick, cool. dude? And I always, I always loved the like, high tops, the dude. Jordans. I always, when I was a kid, dude, my favorites were the Jordan sixes. All my friends had them in in, in, in elementary school, and I freaking those were my f- only shoes that I fell in love with. And like to this day, like. I still can't pull the trigger on like 450 bucks or $500 on them. I, but they're like, I always look them up, you know? Yeah. It's like something that I, I, I probably won't even wear them, but just knowing that I have them is like, just like a dub for me, you know? <laughs> that I'm like going sh- shoe shopping with them. Like, 
I'm like, damn, these are dope. Oh, these are dope. These are cool. You know, like I'm like buying them for myself. I'm like, where'd you guys go? We just went to Famous Footwear. Oh, right there in Las Vegas. Yeah, and um, so I got them these blue and white high top. They kind of look like the Air Jordans, but they're they're you know they're just a regular Nike. Brand. Yeah, they almost look like the ones. Yeah, yeah, kind of. And uh, took them to school today, and I was like, oh, these are your basketball shoes. These are what you, these are gonna make you jump higher and shoot the ball really good. And I like told them a story about. Because he's a big Bigfoot guy, and I told him a story about Bigfoot uh, playing basketball with him, and like he dunked all over Bigfoot because he has his new shoes and stuff. He was all <laughs> jazzed up about it. So hopefully, like one day, like maybe when he turns like five or six, we can get him in like a basketball league or something like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because that's like sports to us. Like we grew up playing sports and everything, and like that's where you grow like the camaraderie and you you make all your friends and stuff. Socially, you know? dude. Socially, it's good for you socially, and like how we're we're dealing with, you know, the bickering of them back and forth, and I know it's just like if they get out of that that dependence on each other, you know, it's yeah. like Kiki depends on him, and he also depends on he he won't admit it, but. He depends on her, you know? Yeah. They're kind of like a package deal. So, like, to get them, like, away from that codependence on each other and, like, branch out and meet new people and, meet, you know, make friends and stuff, it's like a challenge for us right now. It teaches them how to, like, lose and how to win. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Because, like, like, the story you told last time about when that Cove kid, mm-hmm. when we were at the brewery. Yeah. And and Kinsey's done it too. And I, I'm 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 maybe I'm like against the grain on this like new wave. The gentle parenting. No, the the like participation trophy. Oh, for sure. I I can't stand it. Uh-huh. I can't stand it at all. Yeah. It's... That you're you're literally teaching like it. It is okay to lose. For sure. You're always gonna you're gonna you're lose. Probably no going to what. gain the most, gain the most anything. Yeah. By losing, by failure. Like Michael Jordan, one of his best quotes. I, I can't remember verbatim, but he's like, he remembers his losses way more than he remembers exactly. his wins. You know what I mean? It makes you grow, whatever. It you, yeah, it gets you. It makes you better. But then at the same time, like, I was telling your me and your mom were talking about this when when you guys were gone the other day. Like, we are talking about, like, uh, participation trophies. Like, everyone gets a trophy. Everyone's a winner. Everyone's MVP and all this. I said, I told Terry, I was like, but I'm sure Rhett had this when he was in school. No matter what team you're on, regardless if there's a participation trophy or not, you know how crappy your team was, how good your team was, or who the best player on the team was. For sure. You, you know, right? Like, tell me who, your senior year, who's the best player on your team? Well, my senior year, we won two football games, so uh, <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I, 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 like I, just, I would like to say me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I mean, cynical. I'm talking about just, like, athletic, God-given ability. Like, hey, mm. this you know this kid is, like, just different than everyone else. Yeah, okay. I have, the, yeah. Faster, yeah, jumps yeah, higher, I, yeah, stronger. I had a couple, yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, for me, like, my senior year, he was a junior – Chris Randall, he made it to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just different. Yeah, we didn't have any NFL stars on our team. But, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but dude was just different, you right, know? Right, for sure. So, like, for, for if, if that was our era, 
And they told us he's on the same plane. He he did the same job that you did. Yeah, like no, bro. This guy like no, was, you didn't participate. You didn't you didn't put in. So say you got the dub or whatever. That was him. You know he carried this team. Right? Yeah. Or like he he was just. I don't know what that was. Yeah, that was weird. Was that your glass? I don't know. <laughs> that was weird. Let me <laughs> check something. We good? Yeah, we But no, yeah, like he's, you could just tell like he was just, he was someone different, right? Yeah. So for like Kenzie, Cash, or, or Bodie coming up, Kendrick, Malia, I want them to, I want them to, to like learn how to lose. Mm-hmm. Like if your team went two and 10, like, hey, you guys lost. You guys got last place. You got to do better. But guess what? That builds character, mm-hmm. and that builds like the what the drive to be better next time for sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I just I, I'm not with that. Like so, all that comes from what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I like, mean, there's there's no ben- there's and, no benefit to it. There's yeah. no benefit. It just makes them feel better in that moment. Yeah, and I, ten, ten, ten or two days from there, they're not going to know that they participated in a flag football game or you know what you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. But if they knew that they won or lost, maybe like, oh, I remember when we won that game, when we did this, you know, when... when we came back yeah. and we won. Yeah, it builds character, builds moxie, it builds, you know, it's like a foundation for you, especially in, like when you're young. Yeah. Those are building blocks And for socially, you. like, you, some of your best friends are going to be, like, people that you played sports with, you know? For sure. And then I feel like also... Um, like our kids are in that age right now where where they kind of want to talk back and mm-hmm. and like go against the grain and i feel like having like that coach that that someone that's that's like an um like an f- adult figure adult figure that that's not too close to them but close to them that they can like learn respect like learn to For respect sure. them then then the respect is mirrored you know what i mean i get you yeah i, I feel like Cause you know if you talked, I don't know about you guys, but like if you talked like crap to your coaches when I was a kid, oh that's not oh playing. bro, not like at all. my dad would be like, well why'd you say that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you're you're done. Yeah, that was your fault. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> you know, actually, uh, you're done. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't like kids nowadays. I see, I see it in school as well. Like just the lack of respect. I'm not saying all of them. I'm not going to lump them all in a group, but right, you know, yeah. I mean, you have it in, in any generation, but like, you could tell like nowadays, it's like a little less. It's it's there a little less than it used to be. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. What what, what do you think that you might want to get Kiki in? Well, Allie was a swimmer and a volleyball player, so she, you know, you always live vicariously through your kids. For sure. So she wants. But Kinsey loves swimming, like she she that's she's like a fish. Yeah. So I think she'd actually be pretty good at it. I'd like to see her get into like you know, I think she'd be a great soccer player. Yeah, for sure. Because she's, she's fast. fast. Yeah. She's aggressive. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. And she's strong. She'll bowl everybody. Oh over. yeah. She'll get in her way. She's yeah. Loaf, dude. I think she and and like I've seen her kick when she's actually trying. Mm. 
Oh, she'll smoke a ball, dude. Yeah, for sure. Malia, I don't, Malia's like Bodie. She's more Kinsey's like Cash. Malia's like Bodie. Mm-hmm. Kinsey will try us try like a if I buy like a little sports toy or whatever, she'll try it once and then oh like a basketball hoop, you know, she'll make it. Oh, this is fun, and mm-hmm. then she misses it. I'm like, okay, well, you, yeah, you missed it, but like, try this. No, I don't want to try it. I yeah, wanna... they get frustrated. But Malia, dude, like, I'll go out here in the front yard and like do my little practice golf swings. Mm-hmm. Malia will come out there with me, and she'll take over, and yeah, she'll hit the ball, go fetch it, come back, <laughs> hit the ball again. Like, she'll just stick with it. You For know sure. what I mean? Uh-huh. I think she's gonna be more of the, you know, I. I the way I see it, I think Kinsey's going to be the cheerleader, right. social butterfly, uh-huh. gymnast, Yeah, you know, because she loves dancing and uh-huh. she likes gymnastics and stuff. But I see Malia being that just like icebox from Little Giants, yes. dude. Like yeah. Little Savage. Yeah, like, icebox. I just watched that movie recently. Probably like on the softball team, smacking everyone's butts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so you and your wife just celebrated a milestone, right? Seven years. Seven years of matrimony, correct? Seven years married, and we got together in like '09. Forever, yeah. dude. What was that? Twenty-four years? Like fourteen years? Fourteen, dude. I'm not a math guy. <laughs> Twenty-four. <laughs> God damn it! You're not even twenty. You don't even think you're half that yeah, age. I would have been like. I would have been like 11 when I met her, dude. <laughs> so that makes you 46 now? Uh, so congrats on that. That's yeah, a milestone. You. you got three beautiful kids on the, uh, you know, yeah. come to fruition. Hopefully that's it, dude. I three, gotta, you're done, right? I got to, I got to. So man. what do you think about, like, you're, you're, you're going for the, uh, the, opt-in for the surgery or what's going oh on? yeah i need i keep per, well it's not even procrastination because i i want to do it mm-hmm. i just honestly forget yeah like, to make that appointment to make the appointment but i need to do it like asap <laughs> like asap bro because <laughs> look four years ago i think i had like four gray hairs no, you're yeah, you're. I'm like almost all gray you're looking very very mature now oh yeah i'm looking like Clooney, but Without the, all the other accolades, <laughs> just the hair. <laughs> so I was thinking about like uh, two. Um, we've we've gone back and forth with a third. Um, oh, it'll happen. Not bro. not not me going back and forth, but uh, my wife n- unsure. It's gonna happen, bro. And it's just like, dude, I don't, I can't do it over again. Like we're at that point where we are able to kind of start going places again, you yeah, know? That's true, though. And to throw in third, like, a, n- a newborn back in the mix, that's just, like... But it's going to happen. No. It's going to happen when when you you guys are just, like, oh, you know what? We're... We finally decide we're not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, we're fine. And then, like, three weeks later, you're going to come home from, like, the store, and Michelle's going to be like, well... Well, uh, did you look in the trash? <laughs> There's a... There's a rapper in there. No, so. no, that would gut punch me. Like I love my two kids right now. I, I mean, a third would bring me joyment as well. But to do it all over again, it's tough, bro. I ain't getting any younger. I'm, I'm gonna be forty this next year. Big four zero. Forty's the new thirty, dude. You're good. No, my, I wake up and I, my body says, "You're not. Yeah, you're not. 
It's not 30 anymore. Oh, I feel like I'm 70, dude. <laughs> <laughs> when you wake up in the morning, it should be like, you should be like refreshed and like you should be limber and like pop out of bed, dude. Um, I have more aches out of getting out of bed now than I do like throughout the day. Like my body just like seizes up like I don't have any motor oil or something <laughs> in my joints. It just seize up. Yeah. It's like a old, it's like one of those old trucks. You got to like let them warm up in the winter up. time. You got to let, let them idle, idle in the winter <laughs> for like 20 minutes. And then you hear the backfire and shit. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't do the... the I think it's going to happen, Doug. No, I, I'm, I'm in your boat. I, I do want to get the surgery, but in the back of my mind, it's like, I don't know, dude. It's something about like, it's like something takes, you get something taken away from you, you know, like your masculinity or your, your I don't nah, know. I even Googled it. I asked, I, cause I had always said that I was going to do it when we were done mm-hmm. because it's a way more extensive surgery for the, for the right. female, you yes. know? But I had always said, but then once it actually, time came to like, oh, okay, are you going to do it? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. And then you start getting that second guess. So I was Googling all this stuff like, will getting this surgery like lower your testosterone Mm -hmm. or like mess with you at all? And it says no. All they literally do is there's like a vein or something that actually does that, the procreation part. Right. And they just sever it. Yeah. They like and sever it and like but you can always reattach it for the middle. Oh, it's reversible. Yeah, it's reversible. Mm, I didn't know that. You never well, hear not, about and Antonio Cromartie? No. Well he has like that kids, corner? Yeah, for the charger you split. Yeah, the so they had so many kids that his wife was like, like, dude, you have to get a vasectomy, like this is not cool. Mm-hmm. So he gets one and then his wife gets pregnant again and he got super mad at her, like <laughs> Like, are you kidding me? We've been married for this long. We have this many kids, and I get this surgery, and you're pregnant. Like, cause, like, you know what like, I mean? Who are you hanging out with? Yeah, like, what's going on here? Right. And then he goes to the doctor, and it reattached. That's nuts. So oh, I'd be so frustrated. Oh, but oh. that that was that means it was just meant to be, bro. Golly. Oh, I would be. I would want a refund. I'm like, you're gonna do this surgery for free, pro bono, yeah. and you're gonna give me a, a, a discount on 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 future surgeries. A discount? <laughs> fool. I'll be like, hey, fool, uh, you're putting something on the books for my kids' college fund, dog. <laughs> <laughs> this kid wasn't even supposed to be here. Uh, so you I do this you... next surgery for free, and then give me some Botox in the eyes or something. <laughs> Botox. Take these crow's feet away. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, start of the football season was last week. We did um, the pick and five, or the got five on it, right? Yeah. Pick five games. Steven went a whopping, well, he did better than I, I thought when I was going to, when I dialed back and, look, and looked at the, the spread. Uh, Steven went two and three. He had two winners. Uh, I went three and two um, on last week. So, we'll keep a running tab between me and you whenever you're on. We'll Keep a running tab throughout the year. See okay. who's uh, who's dialed in. I ain't got it like I did before. No, you then. don't. You don't. You're the last year. This guy was a, a maniac. I said, you need to actually put money on these games, dude. You're <laughs> over like seven. You're almost at seventy percent. I was going like four and one almost. And how, every how, week. how many games were we picking? We picked five all seventeen weeks. Yeah, and I think and I this, went like, I think I went five and zero oh like twice. I think the lowest I went was like three and two. Yeah, dude, dude was dialed. He was 
a freaking guru. Like, yeah. and you never gambled, right? You never. Oh, never. But if you put money on that man, you would have made a killing. You're second almost guess. sixty. You're almost at seventy percent. Yeah, I would have. I would have second if I put money on. I would have second guessed every single thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll do the um, we'll do the pick five again today. Um, week two, um, a Rod, dude. Jets. Oh, man, devastating, devastating. I'm not a Jets fan by no means. Uh, I mean, Packers were the, my rivals for so many years. Can't stand the Packers. Packers beat your Steelers in Super Bowl mm-hmm. 30, 40 something, 30 Some, something, something like that. But, um, I don't like to think about it. But just the hype in that game, man. He comes out with the American flag on 9 11 in. The Meadowlands, New York team. He's a savior, Messiah, manifestation. Four snaps into his career with the Jets, and it's such a Jet thing, dude. Such a Jet thing. Oh, oh my God! I feel horrible. Like just why? Like just just the competitiveness of football, right? You want to see everybody at their best, you know? Yeah. And. The hype of that game, I mean, you're, you're two of the greatest. I mean, you got an up-and-coming gunslinger star, Josh Allen, against the old four-time uh, MVP, you know. Arguably the best passer in NFL history. Exactly. But, you and and to, to see it go down like that. and I, Do you think that's the end of his career? I don't think it is. I think it has to be. You think? I think it has to be. Dude, like – James Robinson, that running back, for, remember from the Jags, he was like 24 when he when he severed his Achilles. Mm-hmm. He came back in like two years. It took him two years really? to come back. He was 24. Mm-hmm. And he was still good. I think he had like 100-yard rushing his first game back. But you could tell he wasn't the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, Aaron Rodgers, what, 39, 40 years old? He probably 40, turned 40 this year. 40. He's 40 right now. So – Age alone, then you got the football miles, and, and then and having to rehab that probably rehab is just a nightmare. And then two years, he'll be forty-two. Yeah, I mean, I, I know he's a competitor. Mm-hmm. You, if you're a quarterback in the NFL, you're ultra competitive for sure. So part of me, the only part of me that thinks that he would want to come back is just to like get that bad taste as well. Like that can't be my last. Like play. Tom Brady throwing an interception his last. Yeah. Uh, was it in the was his last game? Was a Patriot? He threw a pick. Was it? I think it might have been. Then he wins a Super Bowl for the Bucks. Yeah. Then he goes to Tampa Bay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, that is like a that's like a sour taste. Like you have this, you have this city come together for you. You know. What's worse in your opinion? To not give though? him, to not give him anything, not being able to give him anything. Well, okay, like, what would be worse for you if you were a Jets fan? So this what happened right now four plays so you don't know if he was gonna suck the team right. was gonna suck and it looked bad it looked shaky it I did mean, the offensive was line his, was was he terrible he was running for his life back there or what would be or would this be worse he's lighting it up and then like in the fourth quarter like then he gets hurt because mm, then you tough. saw because then you saw what it could have been uh-huh. say he goes well I, throws for like. 275 and three touchdowns. Yeah. And then tears his AC. Or his I think Achilles. that would be more devastating because it's there's proof that 
why they got with that defense and and him running the show. It's like okay, this Super Bowl or bust. Yeah. So you could see that, right? You have that already in your tattooed in your mind, like this is it. And then him going down like that, like at the end of the at the end of the game, that would be tougher than not having any idea what it could be. I just, man, I just don't see how it wouldn't have worked. Randall Cobb with, is with Alan Lazard. Weapons all over the place. Garrett Wilson. That catch. Stupid. Catch was nuts. Imagine him throwing him the ball. Like, <laughs> Zach Wilson is so trash. Not good. Not good. And it, I don't know what, I mean, we're not giant college football fans, but I don't know what people seen that made him be the number two pick in the draft, but. Hype. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It's hype, I bro. I mean, it's just like anything, like picking picking these, you know, drafting players, it's, it's tough, you know? Heisman, to be honest, dude, the Heisman doesn't really mean any, not as much anymore. Was he a finalist or did he win it? I think he might have been a finalist. He was a finalist. Yeah. But, like, look at the, what, Marcus Mariota. Mm-hmm. Did Andrew Luck or did RG3 win? I think RG3 won. He might have, yeah. RG3. RG3 was actually really good until he got hurt, though. Yeah, yeah he had a couple of really Baker good Mayfield. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like, then you got Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. Right. Just looks so freaking Absolute, legit, man. dude. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, NFL, that's why we watch it, right? That storyline at the end, the kid with on Hard Knocks that gets the Oh, return. so sick. Xavier Gibson, it's a, dude. It's just a beautiful, beautiful scene at the end. I yeah. mean, it, it was... You could have heard it, hear a pin drop in that stadium. They should have kept Mike White, bro. At yeah. least he threw to Garrett Wilson pretty good. Absolutely. So we'll do uh, – got five on it again this week. So your five games, starting with the Thursday night game, tomorrow night. Minnesota. Minnesota's getting six against Philly. Oh, so it's plus six yeah, Minnesota? They're, they're getting six. Oh, that's a tough one, that man. Is, it's in Philly. It's in Philly? In Philly at the link. So Philly has to win by seven. Yes. Yeah, I'm going Philly. Philly, got you. Lock it in. Only because I don't see I, – I just don't see Hurts having another stinker back-to-back. And that, back. that Vikings defense is hot soup. But then but you, they, they can score. They can score Vikings can score at will, bro. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, they're – and They're, now that they got that Addison kid mm-hmm. on the other side. Yeah, that's, gonna, that's a tough spread. Six is tough right there. Your next game, Baltimore in, in Cincinnati. Cincinnati coming off a stinker. They're back for – they're out for revenge, right? Uh, since he's getting – or no, I'm sorry. Cincinnati's laying three and a half. So they have to win by four? Yes. Dang, these are hard, Top dude. Ones. It's almost like the same situation. It's in Cincy? In Cincy. (laughs) That could possibly be 0-2. I'm going Cincy. Locking it in. All right. Kansas City laying three and a half against Jaguars. So they're favorite. Kansas City's the favorite. Three and a half. They got to win by four. They have to win by four. In Jacksonville. In Duval. I wonder if uh, Kelsey's coming back. Heard any word, but I would assume he would come back. Chris Jones just got signed. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Chiefs minus three and a half. All right, you got Seattle. K- 
catching five points in Detroit. So Detroit's got to beat them by six. Detroit. Yeah, I'm going Detroit, bro. Detroit laying five points? Yeah, I'm going Detroit. In Seattle? Woo! All right. You're That's a Detroit. lot of points. All right, your last one is a stink fest. Indy versus Houston in Houston. Indy's favored by one point. Yeah, I'm taking Indy. Indy. Got it. Oh, wait, wait. Is Richardson hurt? He's hurt on. Uh... The rookie quarterback? I think he's he hurt. He got banged up. I think he's all right. I think he's ready to go. I'll still go Colts. Okay. All right, my 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 pick them five, my pick, uh, five on it. I got uh, Chicago in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay lane two and a half. I don't believe in Baker. I don't believe in the Bucks. I'm gonna take the Bears bouncing back. Give me the two and a half. I'll take that. Um, second game, El Las Vegas Las Vegas Raiders against Buffalo. Buffalo's laying nine and a half. Oh. I'll take that action all day. You want Buffalo? All day. Yeah, they're, they're going to – Josh is going to – he's got to get that, that stinker yeah, out. Yeah, they of might him. get like 42 yeah, in that Yeah, he's going to go off in Las Vegas. I'll take that. Uh, Chargers in Tennessee. Chargers laying three points. I'll take the Chargers with that. Uh, Green Bay in Atlanta. Surprising Green Bay. Beating up on the uh, – Lovely Bears, their owners. Uh, Jordan Love looked pretty good. He did. He did. He surprised me. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay, lane one. I'll take Green Bay. Yeah, Bijan, dude. Yeah. Bijan. Uh, San Francisco, minus eight against the Rams? That's a stupid line. That's only because Cooper Cup's out, probably. I don't care. I'm going to take – that's always a close game, divisional rival. I'm going to take the, the Rams in that. I'll go against the Yeah, Rangers. that's a lot of points. Yeah. Um, is that five? I think so. One, two, three, four. I got one more. Oh. New York football Giants against the Cardinals. Giants are catching five and a half after scoring zero points on Sunday Night Football. <laughs> That's a lot of points, man. So the they Cardinals suck, but so Giants have to win by five. Yeah, mm. by six. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Cardinals. I don't. Bl- I hate that coach. He's so cringy. I'm a. I'm gonna take the points. Shots. Shots. Yeah. I'm gonna take <laughs> Explosives. That. Yeah. Such a nerd, and then that bus. That bus. Uh, height oh speech. yeah. How many of you guys came to work on a bus? Oh, came to work in God. an Uber. <laughs> And there's no like no passion in his voice or anything. It's no. so monotone and just uh, just like a nerd, dude. Yeah, that fool need to that fool need to stick to a booth, dog. Yeah, he should have stayed at OC. Not good, dude. <laughs> no, not a leader of men. No way. I'd be. I'd look at that dude. Like you, you've seen like clips of like the players like have, when during a speech show, just like looking at him. Like yeah, half the people didn't even raise their hands bro, at all. What are we doing? This is a coach. This is our coach. Yeah. My God. So, we'll see who reigns supreme next week. Dang, I picked all the all the favored. Did you? I like to throw a couple dogs in. I know, I should have. But every time I was going to throw a dog, it was like, I don't see the Chiefs losing again. Well, especially especially uh, back-to-back, for sure. And then but they got to cover. Then, same with Philly. 
That's a tough one. Tomorrow's gonna be a tough one. Yeah. Six, six points. Well, it was close last last year. They played last year. It was yeah. close. And I or no, actually. No, actually, I think last year Philly routed them. Did they? Yeah, I think actually. Yeah, now I'm mistaken. Philly routed them because I had Jalen Hurts last year. He had like three passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown last year. Oh, nice. Yeah, Vikings defense were their their Swiss cheese last year. But uh, I think we'll call it. Right. We went. We extended it. We had a good conversation here. Yeah. So, good, man. like I said, if you guys are enjoying the content, you're enjoying the podcast. Um, Comment, rate, subscribe to uh, the podcast. Bring you weekly uh, content here. So uh, thanks for the support again, and uh, we'll see you next week. Later.